Hello again, and welcome to the fourth episode of the Generation Football Podcast. Uh, my name's Toby, and I've been joined by my good friend Dan once more. Hello, everyone. How's it going again, guys? How, how is everyone doing? We're back, back again, We're back, back again. Quick, quickly back, back after, again. quickly back after Friday's podcast. Um, quick turnaround on this one, but yeah. much has happened in between the our last podcast, hasn't it, Dan? Um, it, it has indeed. It has indeed. Which of course we'll get on to in due course. Um, I thought just just before we start, I know we were looking at some European football before because we're thinking about the Champions League, which will be coming up next week. Uh, speaking of which, we will be having a special Champions League roundup podcast, a little bonus for you coming a mini show. Yeah, on Friday, yeah. on Friday, on Friday. So be ready. That's coming. But before we, we'll talk about that in more detail later. But Indeed. let's start with the first section of the show, which we call Scores on the Doors. Uh, in, which we lo- in which we look through the previous week's fixtures and said results. Um, shall we start with um, the, Saturday, the first Saturday game, which was uh, well, the, well, probably the, the big fixture of the weekend, perhaps, in terms of significance for the season. Uh, Leicester against Liverpool. Uh in which Leicester won three one. Um, I don't really, I didn't really enjoy that game. But you know, I, that. Did. I think you know that. <laughs> That's quite obvious. I, I enjoyed it. I have a lot, I have a lot of strong opinions on this game, uh, which I've got a few written down. Uh, gone. Are, are we going to do this now, or are we going to save this? Because our topic this week is Liverpool. So, mate, 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 I'm going to keep it game specific. Okay. Sure, you got some tissues nearby, Toby. You should get a bit upset about this one. Whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> calm, calm down. I, I, I know what it's like to have be see Liverpool be crap. I saw it for several years before Klopp came in. I know what it's like for Chelsea to be crap. So Mate, I've, well. I've seen us finish. I've seen us finish eighth and seventh. Is not what I want to see. I'm I've not... seen Mourinho nearly relegate us. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that was bad. Uh, I, 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 I trump your eighth and seventh with seventeenth nearly. <laughs> tenth. You finished tenth in the end though. Did we did, but you know, you're coming, but still not great. Anyway, so back to the Leicester Liverpool game. So, uh, I, for honest, we outplayed them massively. We dominated that game, and deservedly went ahead with Mo, from Mo Salah, which I have to say that was an excellent goal because the, Firmino, the little great. Firmino interplay flick to Salah and a great finish from Salah. It was just, it was just a very nice goal, which is what I wanted to see from the Liverpool front three a bit more, a bit of more interplay because the interplay has definitely been lacking. But yeah, like, like yeah, I said, it was it was it was a really nice goal. I'm not gonna lie, it was quite good. It's frustrating because Leicester weren't in the game for 75 minutes whatsoever. They just really weren't. We were all over them for that entire game, and they just had they just had a good few minutes where they scored some goals. The first goal was frustrating for my part because Amati clearly obstructed the keeper's view of the ball, even if he's not offside. That's still obstruction. I don't really get that because that's surely interfering with the goalkeeper. Because he's literally gone right in front of the keeper and the keeper can't see that. Which is really annoying. They, they did they did VAR yeah. check it for offside and it wasn't offside, which is fine, but just annoying. Second goal, just, just, just... It doesn't help when those two haven't played together before. There's just... The communication isn't, isn't going to be there yet. Do you mean Ozan, Kabak and Alisson? Yeah, well, they, they haven't played together before. No. And well, I, I, I'm going to be honest here. I don't know what you're expecting from a defense. I, I know it's not all his fault, but he's come from a team that conceded 50 goals this year. I don't know what you're expecting from someone like that, to be honest. No, Allison as well. One, the, the bloke's clearly a talent. I think he's just been part of a sinking ship at Schalke. That's the problem. 
Probably he's now part of the sinking ship at Liverpool as well. Well, he's, so. well, he's not. He's not. He's not. He's not. He's not. That's, that's not correct. The problem is Jason below SS Chelsea. Are mate, we? The, mate, the problem is we don't have that. This that was our twelfth different centre back partnership this season. That sums up the problems we've had with with injuries that have completely fucked our season. Which is anyway. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, and then Leicester squad again. Cool. Whatever. Stupid Fantastic game. Goal. Fantastic I tu- goal. I, tu- I turned off by the point. I just pissed off. That Harvey. Harvey. Not say that Harvey Barnes goal though. Harvey Barnes. What a player. What talent. Can we shut up about Harvey Barnes already? Because he's, he's already he's a, good player. He's a meme. That's why it's annoying. The meme. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, Harvey Barnes. <laughs> yeah. All, all that. All that. Like all, that. All, all that jazz. <laughs> anyway, don't want to talk about it anymore. We'll get onto Liverpool a bit more later. Uh, Crystal Palace lost three 0 at home to Burnley. That's a heavy defeat for Roy. Big Roy, not don't have any plays about that. Apparently, he they might they might get rid of Roy. Yeah, or they might get rid of him, but keep him in the t in the club in some sort of respects. Yeah, well, so they might keep him as like a technical direction or something like that. Which wouldn't be which wouldn't be, wouldn't be a bad decision by any means. No, he's but, been there for a while, so he knows the club pretty well. Yeah, good old Roy. I'll, I'll be I'll be sad if they sacked him because he because he's, he's a football icon, mate. Okay. Anyway, anyway, apart from the 2016 Euros where we had Kane on corners, yeah, I think apart from that, which will erase my memory, please. Uh, yep. And cry every night about that. Every night. Yes, <laughs> yes, mate. Anyway, enough, enough for Euro 2016. Um, yeah, then Man City beat Spurs three 0 That's pretty hefty again. But I mean, Spurs, Spurs awful again. What a surprise. Yep. Do you see um? Do you see Gundogan put Sanchez on the floor? Like, no, literally put him on the floor. Yeah, look, I think it was their third goal, and he, he's literally made him look a right fool. All right, <laughs> all that's all I'm saying. He's literally flawed, Davinson and Sanchez, who I thought was actually having an all right bit of form because he scored those two goals against Everton. But clearly, that mm. means nothing. <laughs> clearly not. Uh, yeah, yeah. and Sanchez isn't a really good player anyway. But yeah, I'm not really surprised City won that three 0 They're in that kind of form, but they're just. Nigh on unstoppable at the minute. Pretty much. Gundogan scored twice again. What the what the fuck's? How is he doing this? How is he doing? He's got eleven. Is that is his eleventh goal in the Premier League season? Am I right in saying I think that? So. Yeah, he's he's doing Mate, incredibly he's well. Got, he's got eleven goals and one assist in eighteen games. What the f- what, what has happened to Ilkay Gundogan? He's like he's, he's like he's like he's like prime Kevin De Bruyne now. What's <laughs> ha- what's going on? They should sell Kevin De Bruyne and just keep just, just keep keep Ilkay Gundogan. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Good, 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 the, good result. The thing is, though, everyone always said he's a good player as in Dortmund. Oh yeah, definitely. And then, sort of, I, th- I just don't think he got the right start. And now, obviously, he's been having this opportunity because De Bruyne is injured. Mm. But my word, what a what a player! <laughs> Honestly, he's got to be one of the player of season contenders. Currently, I think. Currently, currently, yeah, currently, yeah, yeah. Him and Bruno lead the way. Can't really argue with that. I mean, Mo Salah, yeah. Mo Salah has gone on the radar as well. That's true. Top score of the league, and apparently we're crap. But you know, whatever. Yeah, uh, I think I heard yesterday he's already scored. He's equaled his goal tally for last season already <laughs> in, in all competitions, Mo Salah. So what's it say for him to get over thirty goals this year? Maybe, maybe we might, we, maybe we might come back and get back, get back some some form at some point. Maybe, maybe Everton will be the game changer. I hope so. Oh, I hope not. <laughs> anyway, um, then Brighton drew a nil-nil with Villa. We don't care about that. We don't talk about nil-nils. Um, no. What's a nil-nil? <laughs> yes, exactly, mate. Then there was uh, Southampton against Wolves, which I think was a bit of a surprise to see Wolves win that game, if I'm honest. Wasn't really expecting that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then there was West Brom against Man United, which was, uh, was, was a surprise. Surely, what? that really was. 1-1. Yeah. <clears throat> 
apparently they stumped them early. Really, yeah, really yeah, early, yeah, I know. Yeah. And then they held on for a while. Yeah. And then United scored, but there was a bit where apparently they got a penalty and then got over. Bruno grabbed the ball, expecting to take the penalty, and then got overturned, which was hilarious. Shock. <laughs> and then Harry, Mag- <laughs> Harry Maguire a bit of a moan about VAR not going with them anymore. What a shame, poor old Harry. That's a great shame. Yeah. How sad. I don't care. Let's get, yeah. let's get let's get let's get a little band out for Harry Maguire. Play a few strings. Go. Oh, sad. <laughs> Pity poor Harry Maguire. Mate, he, the, the bloke the bloke deserves it. He can shut the fuck up. Um. Anyway, enough of Harry Maguire. I don't care about him enough. Uh. Arsenal. Uh. Beat Leeds four two. I mean, yeah. lit shows up. Like, like I said before, Leeds incredibly inconsistent. That proves it again. Um. You got any words? Yeah. On that? You got any words on that game? Uh, I predicted a 4-3 to Leeds. Didn't happen. Almost the opposite. <laughs> for, for about five minutes when I was watching it, yeah, I thought I thought Leeds are going to score it. Leeds did not score here. <laughs> also, also Al- Al- Aubameyang hat trick. Was it a hat trick? Yeah, I think it was. I think he got a hat trick. Oh game. my! Is he? Has he been awakened? Yeah, ha- yeah ha- he, he got a hat trick. Yeah, he got a hat trick against the Championship team. That's really good for him. Well uh, done. Fair play to the Luke. Fair play to the bloke. <laughs> and probably the shock of the round uh, was Everton against Fulham, with a new Fulham sign, Josh Madger, scoring both goals. I did not see that coming, have to say. No, no one saw it coming, too. No, no, <laughs> no one's, one. no one's not coming. That was a real shock. Who were they playing? Indeed. Were they playing Pickford and goal or um, thinking the I've... other bloke? Um, no idea. Olsen. Olsen. Oh, they were playing Olsen. They were playing Olsen. Oh, dear. Oh. <laughs> But Josh Madger, I actually quite like Josh Madger. From watching the Sunderland Until I Die documentary, I actually quite... I think he's quite... Um... I did hear he was a good player, because he went out... He went, well, left Sunderland went to like, Bordeaux for a few yeah, seasons. Had, and had, had, had an alright time there, I think, as well. I don't know I don't know if it was that great, but it was alright. Why, but... mate? He got that team of the season thing last year on FIFA. <laughs> he must have done something, right? Fair play to him. Right, anyway, <laughs> came back. He's, he, he's, it's a good start to his Fulham career, I think. I think, yeah. I think he's going to score more goals if Fulham are going to stay up. Really? Yep. Uh, then we have... Then we, go, then we go to last night's games. West Ham against Sheffield United. I mean, formality, really, isn't it? David Moyes is in quite well. Sadly. Sadly so. Mate, hey, sh- surely... Spencer FC. Yes. Spencer FC, if you listen to this, London is not claret and blue anymore, mate. It is just blue. <laughs> Respond to my message. All right, respond. <laughs> yeah, he put another thing out yesterday. He, he, the thing is, though, surely the form will die off at some point because he gets carried away every season when West Ham are like, oh, look how good West Ham are. Oh, look how good West Ham are. They're going to finish ninth probably now. I, I, I hope that their form dies off because nothing... Well, no, things do make me happy in that, but it's... Oh, my word. You can't, it's funny when it... Funny when it happens. Off. Correct. Yeah. Uh, yeah, good win for them. Fair play. Uh, and the last game of the weekend was Chelsea against... Newcastle, which I'm, which I'm, which I'm, which I'm, I know you knew how you have a lot, you have a few words about. Uh, I didn't really see the game. I saw, I saw, I, I saw the second goal because you told me about it. So I watched. Actually, I did see the first goal as well. Actually, I did see the first goal because I watched the highlights. But the first one was not not an assist because the keeper parried it away. Nope, but still, still involvement. Um, I'll, I'll let you, I'll let you get on to that because you want to talk about it more. It's finally happened, ladies and gentlemen. It's it's been a long time. It's been since November. <laughs> it's been a long time. He's finally done it. He's finally scored. Timo Werner, the the the, the, the absolute goat. He he's been looking decent under Tuchel. And basically Tuchel came out yesterday and said there are three positions where he can play: left winger, 
as a second number nine or as a sole number nine. Now, what that sounds like to me is left winger is where he's going to play. And as a last resort, it's a, he's a sole number nine. But my word, Timo Werner, he's finally scored. I, I, I don't think I celebrated the goal more than I celebrated yeah. that goal can yesterday. I, can I just say something? I've got, I've got a stat on BBC Sport right here, which said that he had 31 attempts on goal without, without finding the net. That's not That's good. Upsetting. That's awful. That's yeah, awful. He's, he was depleted of confidence. No, after. no, no. I agree, yeah. but that's not good enough, really. Still, he should at least put a couple more in than that. Yeah, but he didn't. But the goals are going to hopefully come pouring in. Well, now. we'll have to see, won't uh, we? And I'd also like to give a shout out to my guy Oli G. Respect, big man. Who? Um, who? Who? Oh, well, oh, oh, Olivier Giroud. Sorry, I do apologise. Do apologise. <laughs> do apologise. Uh, Goal. It's a shame for Abraham who had to come off injured, and t- and Giroud did actually score because I, Eddie Striker's putting that ball in the back of the net, really. But came came just a bit. Came through that to off the key was parry. So really, yep. Uh, I've got a couple more things to say about this. Hudson Adoy, again, phenomenal. What a player. And Kepper. Weirdly, I'm going to say this, but well done for keeping a clean sheet. <laughs> But like, I, 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 hopefully that's one of the last times I ever have to say one of those <laughs> things. But like, well done. Well done, Kepa. Anyway, no, en- enough about Kepa. We don't care. Yeah, It'll... I don't care. That, 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 that might be one of the last kids he plays for Chelsea. This, right? Huh? <laughs> well, considering you said that, no so you said that Tuchel said that um, Mendy's the number one now. So you know, yep. <clears throat> that's probably, that's pretty think... it for Kepa, I think. Uh, we'll probably play in the FA Cup and then we'll sell him in the summer, hopefully. Yeah, so. yeah, you, you'd hope so for your, for your yeah. sake. But that was that was that was scores in the doors. That was our uh, pre. Oh, well, I'll look back at the previous week's fixtures. Now let's look. For- want- now, now let's look forward in the form of some predictions. So Dan, how is the predictions league looking currently? So the predictions league is looking. Pretty awful for this week. We both did very badly <laughs> because there were a lot of like results where I think we thought, based on the stature of certain teams, that they would beat other teams. So, for example, Everton versus Fulham, we both said that Everton would win. Everton didn't win, uh, <laughs> obviously. Well, there were quite a uh, few that I got wrong by one goal, which is quite annoying. Yeah. Um. The there was another one as well. You said that Liverpool would beat Leicester. Obviously, <laughs> didn't I predicted Leicester win there? Um, yeah, I think City Tottenham. I I think we both do we both peg it as quite low scoring, but not that low scoring. Well, at the same I, time. I I said three one. Oh, well, I said two. I said two one. But, um, but yeah, so a low scoring week is not ideal, particularly. Yeah. Um, it, it, in essence, bad from both of us. Yeah. You got four points this week, and I got five points this week. It's not the worst. Which brings your total. Yeah. Let me do some quick maths here. Get 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 it in uh, the spreadsheet, mate. Your yeah, it's already there, mate. Uh, your Us. total is. 29 and I am on 24 so the gap has shrunk by one point just just one point. The, the singular point right so this week's this week's predictions we've got a couple of games left from this game week and we've got a full game week next week uh so Dan should we start with Burnley against Fulham uh, so Burnley against Fulham. I've gone for two 0 to Burnley I think Burnley are in decent form and I'll just win that game 2-0 yeah, yeah I've gone 2-1 yeah. I think yeah. but to Burnley. I think Burnley will win that game. Um, yeah. uh, then Everton against City. I've gone for three-one City. Just think they're too Same good. Here. Same here. They're Same. on that roll. They're, they're on a roll. They, they could genuinely win every game from here to the end of the season. <laughs> I, re- I really hope not. Can't be having that. 
could happen though. The city would ste- be impressive. If the, it did. the city steamroller. Uh, right, anyway, yeah. and then game of twenty-five. The first game of the weekend is on the Friday night, which is Wolves against Leeds. I've gone for two-one to Wolves. Servite. I don't like either of these teams, but nothing makes me happier than Leeds losing <laughs> to teams I also don't like. So come on, Wolves. <laughs> That's the first and only time you hear Dan say those words. Indeed. <laughs> uh, then on to Saturday. The first game is the Chelsea game. What have you gone for, Dan? Chelsea against Chelsea uh, Southampton. Three two to Chelsea. Weirdly enough, is... I've also gone for that. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I, I, I think yeah. you'll I think you'll nick it. You're a better form of Sampton, but it'll be a hard yeah. game because Sampton are a good team still. Well, you said that the Newcastle game would be a hard game, and, and, it, and it was. It, it was at, only at points. It was, but yeah, for about five minutes in total, though. <laughs> well, surely it was hard for two to score. You just didn't make it. T- t- no, t- we were playing quite well. T- we were playing all right. Anyway, didn't happen as expected. No. Anyway, uh, Burnley against West Brom. I've gone for 2-1 two, one to one. Burnley. 2-1 Burnley, yep. Yeah. <laughs> Same again, oof. Uh, then it's the Merseyside derby. Uh, Liverpool against Everton. What have you gone for, Dan? Uh, I've gone for 1-1. One, one. Sure, it can't be a draw again. I can't. Oh, I, think it will I be. can't be having that again. I've gone for 2-1 to Liverpool. We're at home. I, I, I have faith. Well, it doesn't mean anything uh, this season. No, it doesn't. Home, it, it, no, home it, no, it doesn't, but... Everton don't yeah. just have a good record at Anfield still. And we hopefully keep that up. Fingers Fair. crossed. Fingers crossed. Uh, Fulham at Sheffield United. Who wants Sheffield United? Oh, I've got two on Fulham. Oh. Opposite results that. I'm surprised you're on for Sheffield United. They're not in great form. Well, this is. They, again, they played. They, they caused us problems, so. Okay. And we're, just a be- we're just a better Fulham, so. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Villa against Leicester. I've gone. Oh, sorry. I've skipped one again. Oh, it doesn't matter. Villa against Leicester. Do it first. Yeah. Two-one uh, to Leicester for me. I've gone two-two. Two, uh, West Ham against Spurs. One-nil uh, West Ham. Jamie won't like that. Uh, I've also. Uh, that's a shame. I've. <laughs> I've also gone for a West Ham win. I've said two-one to West Ham. But it's just the sort of thing where West Ham. They just seem to banter Spurs quite a lot. Mm. <laughs> it's just be funny. Mm-hmm. So that's what I've gone for. Yeah, fair. Yeah. Uh, Arsenal against City. I've gone for four-one to City. I think Arsenal. So have I. I think Arsenal just get swept aside. Yeah, but this is where again we'll be wrong, and Arsenal will suddenly turn up out of nowhere. Oh, probably. Probably. Well, I said yeah. Dan earlier. It's, it's the Master against the Apprentice, the Jedi against the Padawan, uh, <laughs> Guardiola against Mikel Arteta. Exactly. I don't, I, I, I don't, I don't see Mikel Arteta finding a result there. No, no, neither. no. no. Uh, Manchester United against Newcastle. What do you reckon, Dan? Three-one to Manchester United. I've gone for two-one. I think it's gonna be a bit of a harder game for Man United again. Fair. Uh, then on to the Monday, Brighton against Palace. Palace, the A23 derby, as it was called last night on, How, on Sky. It's not a derby. I don't get it. It's not a derby. Stop. I know, but they seem to love each other as a derby for some reason. I, I don't know why. I don't get it either because it's not. A... It must have been some sort of a weird like championship rivalry that sort of. No, grew. I, no, no, I know there is something there, but I, I saw it say the derby. It's not. Yeah. It's too, they're so far apart. <laughs> they're better off a derby. Uh, they're better off a derby with derby, really. Than that. <laughs> anyway, I've gone for one one. I don't think it's, it's a big crap game. I've gone for. I've actually gone for two one to Crystal Palace. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Could, could happen potentially. 
Um, yeah. The last game is on the Tuesday, weird enough. Uh, it's Leeds against Southampton. What have you gone for? 3-1 Southampton. Pressure right. on their defeat to Chelsea. They'll win a game. I think they'll win two. I've gone for 2-1 two, two, to Southampton. Uh, so that's the Premier League fixtures. There's also some UCL. Just like, actually, no. Which, as I mentioned earlier, we are going to do a, like a review of the four games this week. We're going to give you a few predictions before we get on to that. Today, are we going to count those as part of our scores? Or nah, nah. I, th- I, th- I think these are just these are fun. These, th- are fun. these are for fun. We'll just hopefully okay. get, get some right. Uh, okay. The first game, the, the first two games, is Barca against PSG. I've gone 2-0 Barcelona. 2-0. I don't really know a lot about their forms, but I just I, I like Barcelona, I like Messi. So. <laughs> I think it'll be high scoring. Like a previous game between them, I've gone for three-two to Barcelona. Fair. Uh, then the same time on Tuesday is Liverpool against Leipzig. In in at the Puskas Arena because the German government won't let Liverpool come to Germany, so it's in Hungary. So what do you, what what are we saying, Dan? Two-one uh, to Liverpool. I have also gone that result. I think I think I think we'll find find something out in the European stage. I just, I just, yeah. it's, it's, a, but, it's an opportunity to reset and just, just have have something different to focus on for a bit. But I wouldn't rule out Leipzig completely. Just, I'm just saying this is a little note to this game. I wouldn't rule them out completely. But I think you'll win. Leipzig are actually okay, as Tottenham found out last year. But they did have Werner last year, so. But yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I can't see that happen personally. I, I think it's, no, gonna, no, 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 I, think, no, no, no. I, I think it's gonna be a close game. But Liverpool are going to nick it, nick, nick that away goal advantage would be nice. Uh, yeah. Porto against Juventus, which is on the Wednesday. What do you reckon? Yep. Uh, 2-1 Juventus. I've gone for 3-1 Juventus. Juventus does too good, it's too good a team for Porto. Porto. Alvaro Morata. Let's <laughs> go. They've got Ronaldo, they don't need Alvaro Morata. Well, true. But Dybala's injured, so I, I, I wouldn't put it past them starting <coughs> my Alvaro. Well, they might start both of them, to be fair. Ronaldo and Morata. Um, oh, the same, they are the same calibre of player in the same, the same sentence there. Oh, it was dear. like when someone said Messi and Bakayoko in the same sentence. Oh, oh, oh was it? Who was it? Uh, it was always oh, Emiliano, Emiliano Martinez comparing Jack Grealish to Messi this week. That's hilarious because yeah. Jack Grealish is nowhere near the capabilities of Lionel Messi. Calm down. But he's good, but yeah, shut Cal- down. Yeah, Messi's the GOAT, calm down. Um, yeah, I just. Porto aren't very good in the Champions League knockouts, as you've seen in the last few seasons. Liverpool Porto put a lot past them. Timport League, Timport League. Yeah, Timport League, mate, correct. Uh, the last yeah. game is Severe against Dortmund. I've gone for 1 1. I don't think either team's oh, that the... great. Probably 1 Dortmund because Dortmund are my German team, and I have. A lot of respect for Haaland, and I like Sancho as well. So fair enough, not? fair enough. I, I don't think there's many goals. Maybe, maybe, maybe back in Dortmund, Dortmund will put a few more past them. But yeah, maybe. But those are our predictions for the week. Uh, tell, tell us what you think. Tell us if you think we're gonna be right or not. I hope we are. I hope we are. Hope, yeah. Because the Champions League is obviously gonna be some big games, and we're, like I said, we're gonna talk about those. Uh, the review of those. Um, end of the week on Friday after you've, after it's happened so we'll be, we'll be I'll try and watch as much of the game as possible so we can just we can have talk about, about them because we'll need to talk a bit more about them because we'll be the focus of the show on Friday yeah. so that's a little, little bonus looking you can look forward to in, on Friday but for the time being we'll, 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 we'll park the UCL there for now park it for now
we'll get on to our main discussion this week, which is uh, what has happened at Liverpool this season? What's going on? What's happened? Why? Why is, why is it gone to shit? I think I'll let you lead on this, and I'll jump in with the occasional oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. comment, because okay. this is more your thing, because this is Liverpool, and yeah. I will just end up laughing at Liverpool, because it's Liverpool, but don't, um, don't, I won't. Don't you dare. So, it's just you, I, I, you, I, didn't laugh, you I didn't laugh at Frank Lampard, you will not laugh here. Different, but okay. Oh. <laughs> anyway, um, I think it's quite evident that it hasn't gone that well this season. I don't think that... I think that's quite obvious. I don't think that more to sell exactly that, but we know it's gone bad. Uh, we know it's not the same as last season, but there's a, there's a lot of reasons for that. There's a lot of reasons for that. The key the key thing, and a lot of the fans will say, oh yeah, don't blame the injuries too much, but the injuries have had a huge, huge impact on this season. If you think about last season, Liverpool had very few major injuries. Got very lucky on that front, which was great. We only We didn't really have many long-term injuries that affected the spine of the team. Whereas this season, well, I guess Alisson missed a few games last season, but we got away with that a little bit. Because he only missed about six or seven, I think, in the end. Yeah. But uh, this season, there have been some seriously major injuries that have really fucked up everything, it's fair to say. The Van Dyke one is was huge. And then losing yeah. and then losing Joe Gomez a couple weeks after was that. Even worse, we've got no centre backs basically. We've got Joel Matip, and that's pretty much it. Because don't forget, we sold Dejan Lovren to Zenit for ten mil, which I bet you regret. You regret well, that. Well, De- Dejan Dejan thinks he could have done a job. I think he could have done quite easily. Dejan is, but he's the self-proclaimed best centre back in the world. Oh yeah, well, no, no, one of them. Uh, no, one of the best. He didn't say the best. He said one of the best. Oh, it, well, that's not true. So no, Karen. he did say that. No, he said one of the best. I promise you that. Uh, oh, no, 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 I'm saying it's not true that he's one of the best. Oh, of course not, no, we know that. No. Um, but yeah, the, the, those two injuries have been particularly impactful. The, in fact, the other one I think there's been a major impact, it was the injury of Jota. Because Jota was, for me, he was, he was pushing those front three to perform, in the sense that they knew if they didn't perform, they were dropping out for Jota next week. Yeah. There's a lot of pressure, more pressure when you have a player pushing for your positions. Whereas now, who's pushing, who's pushing for their positions now? Divock Origi, Jerlan Shakiri. I wouldn't. I wouldn't feel pressure if those two behind me. No, 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 neither would I. <laughs> to be honest, to be honest with you, mate, no, you wouldn't, would you? You wouldn't really worry about losing position to that, that those two, particularly, no. or whoever else we've got. I don't can't think. I can't think who else there is. But yeah, you, you, that's part of the issue. Is that's not pressuring the front three to be at their best. And also, like I said, with injuries, we've had a lot of minor injuries as well. You've had Fabinho's had a couple of minor injuries. He's, in, he's out now. Well, that's enough. That shows you it. Hendo was out for a few games. Trent missed a couple of games after the international break. they're all just a bit like tired? Because you think about this, it's essentially been the same Liverpool team for like the last like three years, pretty much. And you sort of... It's just been quite relentless, really, probably for them. With what? like, yeah, well, what prop style of play? I press. I don't think that's necessarily the issue. I think mean, more of the issue is more around this season. It's the fact we had the shortened preseason. They didn't have more time. They had little. Yeah. They had little time to rest between the end of the last season and the start of this season. But, everyone, all... but everyone's been impacted by that. No, I know. But, no, but what I'm saying is because of Klopp's system as well. That's more yeah. more intense than other teams, perhaps. What I'm trying to say with that, which hasn't helped whatsoever. But they should be. Adjusted to it 
more because well, they paid it for three years. Well, yeah, oh, but but injuries still happen within that system. That's the issue. There's always going to be no, true, true, true. There's a lot of injuries at a lot of clubs as well, and, and that's impacted clubs. And and you can't rule out freak injuries like the Van Dyke one, which is complete. Pretty ridiculous. You can't can't fact him for tackles like that. That are just truly dreadful. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like I said, there's also some minor injuries as well. Amani missed a couple of games. Thiago missed third of the season already. So uh, yeah. not that, not that that's that much of a big. No, no, no. I think I, I'll, I'll get okay. I'll get on to that in a second. Give me a minute. <laughs> um, don't push too far ahead. Uh, yeah. Then like I said Matip. Matip's also in it. Big issue long term because we've tied him down to a long to a contract till 2024, 2023. I think. Which is not ideal because he's very frequently injured, especially this season. He missed a lot of games. He'll come back, then he'll get another injury again. Then he'll be out for another four weeks, and he'll come back again. Another injury for four weeks. Just what is just frequently injured, which is not what you want from a centre back. Which is why we had to bring two in in January. And I'm sure Ben Davies would have played against Leicester because I think I think Klopp sees him as the first option, but because he took a bit of a knock before that Leicester game, he didn't play. Mm. Well, I'll have to see what see what Klopp does with this with the Leipzig game and the Everton game because I think those two will play for certainly at some point during those two games. Um, oh. So building on the thing, talk about centre backs. The other issue I think is having to play midfielders at centre back, which meant that it's dragged Fabinho and especially more importantly Henderson out of midfield. I think losing Fabinho out of midfield is less impactful than losing Henderson from midfield. Henderson not being in the midfield. In cause a lot of problems in my view, in the sense that because of Henderson playing at centre back with Fabinho, we've had to Thiago's had to drop back further into a more defensive midfield role, which is not really his position. I was reading some stats earlier, but apparently he's made more fouls and he he's percentage of fouls in games than he has before for Bayern, which mm. is indica- indicative of the fact he's playing in a much deeper position where he has to make those challenges, like the one against Leicester where he made the edge of the box on. To give away the foul there. Oh, that was such a stupid tackle. Exactly. It's what I mean. <laughs> it was so it's just unnecessary. Pointless. He's 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 been getting, getting unnecessary bookings like that for stupid challenges he doesn't have to make. So he's been making more yeah. fouls. Means, and because he's been in that that defense position, he can't have a a more impactful role in the game. So mm-hmm. what I'd ideally see is you'd have Henderson or Fabinho playing defense in the field, and you'd have him pushing forward a bit more so he can ping pass into the front three. Which means I think he'll become or into the game. The issue is, because he's playing that defensive midfield role, he kind of has to play a bit more side to side. Yeah. Because there's no, no there's no real creator in that midfield. But surely this is, this is, I think this is my main like gripe with him because you know that I'm not really a big fan of him. No. But you know that. But he is quite a side to side player. Oh, granted, it might be because of the position that he's been forced to play in, but I sent you that video of his stats at Barcelona and at, and at Bayern Munich, even playing in that further forward role, it doesn't create anything <laughs> still. He's I, not a very creative player. Problem is, when he's, 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 think about teams he's played in. He's played in teams where they've had Xavi and Iniesta in. How is he going yeah, to create yeah. with those two around him, who were some of the greatest, <laughs> greatest midfielders of all time? But what about Bayern Munich then? What about we, Bayern Munich? We think about who's been at Bayern Munich. Thomas Muller. Top, right. top, top player. Yeah, but he played in the same team as him. So. Yeah, as I'm saying, he's. This is what I'm saying is that they're taking the create the, the final chance away from them. He's playing that past the Muller, who's playing to pass someone else. Not. It's not limited to one player being creative. No, it's That's not. not how no, works. no, I know that. But what I'm trying to say is that 
the stats don't necessarily indicate his, his actual impact on the game because that guy was, no. that guy was just looking at goals and assists purely, which is. Hey, I, 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 I've watched a bit of Liverpool this season, and I, I I've not been impressed with Thiago, but that game against Leicester is the worst I've seen him play in the Premier League. Yeah, if I'm honest, if I'm honest, he hasn't been his best. That game against Chelsea he played quite well in when he came out at half time. He played really well. Yeah, he, yeah, he played really well. That. He played really well in that game. He played a couple of really good passes that. Well, apart from that, but but but, but 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 they weren't finished because of poor finishing. There were good opportunities that they just weren't finished off because the finishing wasn't good enough. We still won yeah. that game, and he played well, yeah. and he showed what he could do when he played further forward. But that's the problem: is that game we played with Van Dijk, that game we started Van Dijk in centre back, and we started Henderson at defensive midfield. That shows yes. that when he's in that sort of more attacking role, he can have more impact in the game. That proves my point that when he's playing that defensive midfield role, it's limiting him severely. Which is not helping him at all, but no. I, but I think when we when when Henderson's able to drop back into midfield again, which is hopefully pretty soon, given we signed two centre backs, uh, hopefully that means that he can have more impact in the game. But we'll have to see. We, we don't we don't know. Yet. He hasn't had his best start, I have to say. And yeah, like, like I said, I think he signed him based on the fact that they won the Champions League. So you think, oh, they won the Champions League. We want to win the Champions League again. <laughs> Quick, let's sign this bloke. I think that's kind of what happened a little bit. Was he's not... available? He's cheap. And I was quite that, that was quite cheap for a player of his quote unquote caliber. No, he is mate, mate. He is a good player. You can't deny that. The bloke, the, the bloke wouldn't play for Bayern and Salona and Bayern Munich if he wasn't a good player. Okay, so don't don't even put that there because he clearly is a good player. Like I I said to you, I said to you when we were looking when the rule rumors were circling around him, I said I wasn't sure about him because I haven't really seen enough of him. I don't, don't, uh, I don't really watch European football that much. That's of the Champions League, so I haven't really seen much of him. But I knew he was a, a creative sort of midfielder who could uh, play some good passes, have some impact in the team. But, like I said to you, he's been injured, which doesn't help. Which put his set back a season a bit more, I think. So that not not ideal. But I think yeah. there's the best still to come from him. That's the thing. I think there's still more to come from him. He just hasn't, cause, like I said, because he's playing out of position, really, in that defensive role. That doesn't suit him. So I think when he gets pushed for, further forward a bit more, I think we'll see better of him. So, like I said, we have to, we have to not the best so far, we'll just wait on it for now. Uh, yeah. Some other stuff I want to talk about is finishing. Finishing has been poor this season, I have to say, from watching Liverpool. Finishing has not been good yeah. enough. The fr- I think that what I've said about the front three, uh, not having someone pushing them, doesn't help. Because they know even if they have a crap game, they're going to stay in. And they just keep having yeah. crap, crap game after crap game after crap game, where nothing actually happens. And like, oh. Yeah, and your and your inability to break down. I'm bringing this on to the next one. Yeah. very good segue here. Your <laughs> inability to break down part of the bus teams like the West Brom game. Yeah. Was, yeah. I think it's disappointing from a, from a new standpoint because you would have thought last season Liverpool would have been able to break down any of these teams. Yeah. But again, Van Dijk is probably the key there. To be fair, but, but Van Dijk is the defensive marshal. He's yeah. and he's a threat at set pieces as well. Which you, which I think, you, which I think, I think we forget that Van Dyke's such a threat of set pieces from from his headers. That adds an awful yeah. lot. That's a lot for them to be mark for a defensive team to be marking as well, at corners and free kicks. Without yeah. without that, we don't have much aerial threat. If I'm honest, I mean, one yeah. album's good at headers, but he's not going to get above a big six foot four centre back, is he? If you think about Liverpool's team, it's not very tall, particularly apart from like Van Dyke and Joe Gomez. There's not really a lot else, is there? Height wise, maybe Firmino's quite tall. Firmino's like six foot. 
I don't. Oh, it's not that tall. I think we don't use that tall. Oh, am I taller than Firmino? <laughs> no, it might be. And then like Fabinho, that's that's really about it. Yeah, that's really about it if you think about height wise. So I can't as tall as he. Yeah, he is five eleven. Oh my god! So again, that proves the point. The lack of height doesn't help either with trying to attack, attack the ball in the opposition opposition box. Uh, so if, if, if everyone reveal, re- reviews this five stars, we'll do a damn bright height reveal in like an episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, all right, all right then. <laughs> I don't really see what, what that's going to bring to the podcast, but you know, hey, people know that I'm a certain height. They'll be like content, um, content, <laughs> content. But yeah, I the finishing the ability to break down p- teams sort of go hand in hand a little bit. Because uh, there are definitely games we could have won, that are, we've lost or drawn, and would have been avoidable. If you th- if you look back to our last few fixtures, you think about the games against West Brom, against Newcastle, yep. against Southampton, which we lost one nil. There's the Brighton lost one nil. There's the um, Fulham draw. There's so many games. Though if we, we if we win all those games, we're in a much better position. If we win all those games, much better position. But we just yeah. just balls it up. I don't understand. The Brighton game, we completely dominate them, yet somehow we lose 1-0. Again, Burnley, dominate the game, somehow lose 1-0. I don't understand. I don't understand what's going on. Why, yeah. we, why we can't finish chances. And it's bizarre, because Salah's the top score scorer in the league, with 17 goals, yet somehow we're floundering. I, don't, I really don't understand it. Yeah. At, all, at all, what's going on. I just think, well, Mane isn't having a great season, I have to say. Not. No. I mean, Salah's... Apparently not having a good season, but he's clearly flying under the radar a bit with his goals. Yeah, I don't know who's saying he's not having a good season because he actually is having a good season. I think everyone else. I, I think everyone else is kind of like having such a bad season that it's sort of pushing his form down. I guess if you see what I mean. Yeah, it's sort of been hidden under the what? How? What else is going on? But yeah, like I said, I think it's, it's the injuries are having a major impact on this season. Sort of messing around with where players are playing and so on. And yeah. there are a couple other things I want. I know we brought up VAR last week. I want to bring up bring up briefly, briefly, briefly. There are definitely some decisions that have gone against us this season that have not helped. That Pickford one still annoys me. That Pickford one is still a red card, regardless of what you think. Yeah. Oh, that Pickford one's a red card. Whatever situation there's in, that's a red card. The Amate obstruction of uh, for the first Leicester goal in the last game, that should have been ruled out. That's clear obstruction. He's got in the way of the keeper. How's the keeper meant to see that? Clearly interfered with it. Yeah, he might be on side, but he's still interfering with the goalkeeper's view, which is still unfair. There, there, there. I'm sure there are a million more things with VAR I can mention, but I can't uh, think of them You're right now. offside against Everton. <gasps> oh yeah, the Firmino, oh, which, very close. Which, which, which was the one right at the end of the game. The one right at the end of the game. Oh, yeah, been... which was never. Which was I was fuming at that. That was never offside. That again. Well, that that it was pretty close to call. That that game had so much bullshit going on in it. We should have won that game by. A, mar- a decent margin but you know yeah. Everton got very lucky in that game really lucky not to lose that game I don't know how they didn't but that Richarlison challenge in the end on Thiago was appalling that game he could have sent off for it he, so, he did he did and then injured, injured Thiago for several for several months yeah that didn't help but you don't you don't, you don't get like a you don't get like a retrospective ban on whether or not the player gets injured so I don't know what the no, point well, is no well he got a three much ban mm-hmm. what, what I'm saying is it, that doesn't help our season him getting sent off no, him no, injuring no, a player that's what I'm trying to say yeah again another player out for several months like I was saying about the Jota, the Jota one is perhaps even more important than 
probably definitely more important than Gomez, but probably the second most important injury after Van Dijk is that Jota one because Jota was firing on all cylinders when he was playing when he was fit. But then, but then Klopp thought, oh yeah, let's play him in the dead rubber against Michelin. That's a really good idea, isn't it, Jurgen? Really good idea. But let's play our best best form player in a game that doesn't matter whatsoever. Then of course, oh yeah, he gets injured. Of course he does, and out for several months. Hasn't been seen since. He's back soon, I know, yeah. but that's a huge chunk of season which has been affected by the fat one tiny decision to play him in that game. I don't I it just makes no sense. It makes no sense. Like if you look at our form, it's not it's not good enough. It really isn't good enough. Two no. win, two wins since mid December in, in the league is not good enough. What's no, that is not. fucking awful. Fucking awful. That should not be happening. I mean if you look our form guy in the last five games doesn't look that bad. Two wins and three losses. But those are only only two wins in that time. So it kind of flatters what's actually happening, a little bit. We've, oh, that's we've we've lost the unbeaten sixty-eight game run. That's ended. Nearly four years unbeaten Anfield. Lost that. That's gone. That's in the bin. Uh, who, uh, who who holds the record now? Who is it? Who, sorry, who held the record anyway? Who you, is still, it? you still hold the record. Doesn't matter. Just be, oh, how, how, yeah, yeah. And anyway, moving on. Yeah, you we you that's any more than that. Uh, the whole the whole Klopp thing is. Interesting. There's a lot of nonsense going on in the media at the minute. But it's the usual kind of media circus of absolute bullshit news that isn't true. Like the like like like, like the words. Like whenever a team's struggling, there's always there's always stuff about oh the manager manager should go or like oh there's been a there's been a fight within the team, which is always that's always bullshit. That's always been proved to be bullshit. That has been breakups of the team because it never is. It's just the media trying to stir things up as always. I mean, understandably, Klopp's probably not feeling the best because he just lost his mother in the last week. So I, th- I understand him not feeling in a great place. But he, he sat, he's, from what he said in the interviews in the pa- newspaper, he's, he's seen positive. Seen positive, Jürgen Klopp. Yeah. Uh, question. Yes. This on Sky Sports. Yes. I didn't, I'm interested to get your old views on this. Uh, Liverpool, worst champions ever, yes or no? No. Okay. Who's worse? Who 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 has done a worse title defence than, than Liverpool? Didn't. Was your tenth season after you won the league? Yes. So that 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 I'll argue that I'll argue was worse. Okay. I'm sorry. We don't but... know how the, we don't know how this finish ends. The how the season ends. I don't think that's worse. Because... How? Explain. Explain how it's not worse. Okay. You finished tenth. You finished. You finished tenth. That's awful. You were almost relegated in that season. Don't don't tell me it's what worse. No. Okay. How do you? Okay. I, I, I will tell you how it's worse. Go on. How, how you're worse. Go on. You were the most feared team. You've been the most feared team for the last three seasons, right? No one wants to play you. Everyone's like, oh, we'll probably lose if we go to Anfield. You've built up this reputation, this fortress that is Anfield, right? Mm-hmm. And, and and all of a sudden, the walls have just come crumbling down. Right. Oh, there's no But the, to say that Chelsea, that, that we're the worst. We won the league the season after that. So how is that? How are we the worst? Right, right, the right, 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 right. Let me say, you had a different manager in the next season. Different manager. You do not have right, you, 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 sat, you sacked Mourinho in that season because you finished tenth. That is ultimately worse. Right, 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 right. You, that is clearly a worse team. It's clearly a worse season. I, finishing tenth. I disagree. Right, I disagree. This season we're not going to finish tenth this season, mate. But, but there are a lot of factors that mean we've done badly. This we're not even doing that badly, really. We're not having a great season, but not doing that badly. Okay. Uh, we're, I, I actually, we're, uh... we're still we're still sixth. That's not woeful. It's still it's yeah. it's recoverable. There's still fourteen. No, there's still fourteen games this this season, and I think one of the main the, the lack of crowd has not helped because a team like City don't play in front of crowds. Uh, again, they have one of the highest average 
attendances in the Premier League. Yeah, because they got bigger. Because their stadium's bigger. That's why. That's all it is. But that. But they still got one of the like. Anyway, any, they've got any, one of the any, fuller stadiums. Anyway, then they're used to playing in front of. Not they're they're fine with not playing in front of crowds. Liverpool need the crowd to amp them up a bit sometimes. And we're having a bit. We're having one of those games where we sort of like we dominate the game, but we just can't find that goal. The crowd always backs you up with that. That's not helping right now. I don't think. There's a lot that that that, that is needed by the Liverpool team to yeah. motor, it's not, not well to, to boost boost the morale when we're on, when we're having when we're having a bit like the like, like the Brighton game, like the Burnley game, those kind of ones where we could easily win the game if we had some if the crowd was there. But that, I can't do anything about that right now. That's a, that doesn't nothing we can do about that. Yeah, there's literally uh, nothing. So you know we have to just deal with that, but. There are a lot. There are a lot of things that have been going around, and there's nothing. It's just it's 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 bizarre. We sometimes some some stuff we can't quite explain because the reason why we're where we are we are is the defence, and that's been impacted so heavily by injuries, which just does. It's it. It. I think there's a lot more going on as well, though. Like what? Because you've seen this year, Klopp's been drawn into these. Mind games with Chris Wilder. They're on eleven points, eleven points, and Klopp's been drawn into these mind games with oh, him. Hardly, but, like, hardly. I, if I, if I was Klopp, hardly. For about four games in a row, all he mentioned was Chris Wilder in his game, in his interviews after the game. Because Chris Wilder, Chris Wilder is a prick. He's a prick. How? The bloke is How? a prick. The bloke is clearly a prick. Like he's oh, he, he's he not be... he's not a good enough manager in the Premier League. He's not. He's going to go back to the Championship again. Pr- that doesn't make him a prick though. No, but he I just se- he just seems like one. Well, because he doesn't agree with Jurgen. No, he just Mate, he just seems like he just just, yeah. just just doesn't seem like a nice bloke. No, Sim- simple as simple as. Can we move on, please? I don't want this podcast to just be arguing. <laughs> Not the generation arguing podcast. No, I know, but like, I don't think I think this has been oh, this is unfair to, to target him on that because Chris Wilder's clearly provoking him. It's quite obvious. I think I think the argument of three subs over five subs. It's fair. I don't. I, I don't. I, think, I don't think it is. No, but you've got. You've got to consider these small teams don't have the resources that our sort of, our, our teams have. So if you're if you're if you're a Fulham right, mm-hmm. and you're playing, say, you're playing prime Liverpool right, who have Liverpool got on the bench to bring on? They're gonna bring on five players, and they're gonna five be five world class players. Fulham, who can they bring on? Like five academy players. How is that fair to Fulham? What, what, it's not fair to what I would counter on that is that they haven't factored in player welfare. And player welfare, if you have five subs, which means you can actually rotate the players and not have them all get injured. I think that that, that really doesn't... They haven't considered that. Because the fact they've gone from an extended season that's gone into gone into July and then started again in September, that, that isn't long enough for players to have rest. And then all players get injured. Because it was always gonna, it was always gonna be, it's always gonna be a cram season at this. No, season. I know, but if if they could have alleviated it, if they had five subs to be able to players to bring off players who are gonna get injured, who are at risk of injury, I don't, I don't think that helps at all. It really doesn't. Five subs would have, no. would have, would have been, would have, would have, because like I said, hadn't, had, five subs would have made a lot of difference because it hasn't, they, ha- they haven't considered that the player welfare and all this decision. They've just thought it's, it's all about this argument of small club versus big club, which I get, it's a fair argument, but. The player welfare is should be paramount here, really, because the small clubs get but the small the small clubs get get nothing. It's all about who has the most money, really. We've seen it all with like these like what was it the whole like the thing in the summer of 
when they wanted to like reform the whole football pyramid or something like that and it was like only like the basically the biggest teams in England would actually probably benefit quite a lot which well, is bollocks it shouldn't be that way no no I agree, no, no, I agree on that front but I so think I think that but I think the fight I think sort of, we, need to, we need to look after our small teams because but also you're not looking after player welfare which I think is ultimately more important you don't want you, no, don't, you, don't, want, you don't want all the players injured like, I disagree. at the end of the day they are all professional footballers and they should be able to if you think about it I'm going to give one example here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So 2018. Yeah. The season ends in May. Mm-hmm. In June and July, it's the World Cup. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And Golo Kante plays for Chelsea in May, mm-hmm. plays in the World Cup for France. They get to the final, they win it. And then two weeks later, he's starting for Chelsea against Huddersfield. Right. First game of the season. Right. Let, let me say that, that that is definitely a unique example. Not all players are like that. N'Golo Kante is just ridiculous. He's something else in terms of fitness. That is a bit of a a unique example. Not They're not all like that. They're not all ridiculously unreal like that. No, no, no. So I think that's probably yeah. taking it a little bit far, but I see your point. But they haven't, they, like I said, they, have, they haven't considered player welfare. This, 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 is, this is why Liverpool are in the state they are, because we can't rotate players. We can't afford to rotate players because... Just can't, yeah. Because ballsing it up. So why why do you bring in worse players that are not going to win your games? Yeah, fair. It, it's it's a hard one, but I think five subs would should have been there because they haven't thought about the previous what's happened with the COVID situation, and no. the season's been extended, and that's just gone bam, crash, crash, bang, wallop. Yeah, pretty much. Bit- well, it's yeah, it's impacted quite a lot of teams, I suppose, as well. It's sort of. Um, Madison was saying it as well. I've got to say, shout out to James Madison. I I, I really like him. I think he's quite a likable person. I don't like him as a player, <laughs> but as a, a as a person, after the after the like the Liverpool game at the weekend, he just had a really open and honest post match interview, and I quite like him. Not gonna lie. What what did he say? I didn't really catch any. What happened? he was basically saying how <gasps> Le- Leicester have quite a lot of injuries. Yeah, and he's basically saying did... how he didn't really know what happened. What he, he was just saying, saying how he didn't even think that Anthony Taylor knew what happened with the Harvey Barnes foul. Um, and oh, wait, yeah, wait, wait, injuries. Wait, wait, what, what Harvey Barnes foul? The one where it was right on the edge, the one where they scored from. That would, what about it? Because Anthony Taylor's pointed for a penalty yeah, straight away. Yeah. And then it gone to VAR yeah. and no one really knew what was going on. But just Madison is just quite a likeable person. He's like He's quite personable. Right. And... Saying and he said that they've got a lot of injuries, but you won't hear about it because they're not a traditional big six team. Which is how, have right. have they had that many injuries? Really? Well, well, yeah, that's what he said. Like, they haven't really. They haven't really had that many injuries. Just, I, Jamie Vardy was out for a bit. James Justin is now out for the rest of the season. Right. Okay. That's a big miss for yeah, them. Yeah, that's really about it. It's not really a lot. That, that, I think there's probably, there's probably more. Right. Johnny Johnny Evans got injured in that game as well, but didn't actually come on. Yes. Off. So the, so yeah. yeah the. Yeah, but I think I think he's 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 overreacting a bit there, if I'm honest. It really is. Like I get I get other things have injuries, but Liverpool had a far worse on the injury front than anyone else. In terms of in terms of key players. Like Vardy was out for two games. That's not a lot. In terms of key players, you've got bad you've got you've, Jay, missing... J- James Justin wasn't their key player at the start of the season. They they had other players. They had Ricardo Pereira this, and so on. At this yeah, he's been injured yeah, the no, entire No, no I know, I know. He's back though. In terms, so in terms of your key players yeah. who are injured now, yep. not injured at the start of the season, it's Van Dyke, Gomez, 
Gomez. Fabinho. Fabinho. And that's it. Ma- Matip. Matip, you could argue if... Because Joe Gomez doesn't play other games. So you could argue that okay, Matip... Still, th- th- uh, those injuries are far more significant than Leicester ones. James Justin was out, is out now. I don't know who else they got out, but they must have someone else. They've had so- they've had Soyuncu out for ages. Mm-hmm. He's been out for ages. Uh, we'll go Man City. They've got Kevin De Bruyne out. We'll, we'll just go through a couple of these. <laughs> oh, I, don't, I, don't, uh, City, I don't want Kevin to. It's boring. I can't bother this. Is so boring. Uh, Chelsea have got Havertz out. I've had Pulisic out for ages. I've had Rich James out for ages. Uh, a lot of players out for ages. Ziyech has been out as well. So I don't see how I think that Liverpool fans just make excuses. Mate, no, no, no. I, I think you're completely wrong there. What, what? There was, there was one point in the season, a couple of points in the season, where we had like hot, most of our first team out. There were definitely points. There were points we had no Trent, you have... no Van Dijk, no Gomez, no Matip, no Jota. No, Mane was out for a couple of games at that point as well. Henderson was out as well. We had like most of our first team out at that point. Alisson Alice, was injured at that point as well. Can, can we move on to guess the player? Yeah, okay, I'm all right. Just a bit fed up with this Liverpool chat. All right, well, you you, you wanted it, so it's your problem. Uh, right, well, you, 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 you did ask to talk about this, so, you know. Yeah, but I... Okay. You, you knew what was going to happen. You knew it would be a heated debate, okay? All right. <laughs> it was inevitable. Right. Anyway, you're, you, you... Okay. move on to guess the player. Um, go, on, go, go on, Dan. Right. So, he is Chilean. Okay. He's played for Juventus, Bayern Munich, and Barcelona, and he's never won a Champions League. I have got it straight away. Say that again. Chilean, he's played for Juventus, Bayern Munich, and Barcelona, and he's never won a Champions League. I have got that. That is Trez easy. Yeah, well, hopefully people actually get it. Yeah, well... I know a couple of people got it. I know, I know ja- a couple of people got it. Yeah, I know Jamie got the it. The last one. Jamie got it again. So Jamie, James said he was... James said he got he got Iron Robin, but he didn't get uh, the last one. No, I don't think the last one's quite hard. I think. But yeah, but yeah, yeah, it was <laughs> it was quite. Hard. I didn't I, I didn't get it, but that's I, I, I'm, I'm not got the best knowledge of mine. I knew Jamie would. All right, I knew Jamie had it. Anyway, <laughs> it's been a, it's been a heated one this one, but you know, inevitable when it's about one of the teams you support. So, thank you, Dan. Thank you for joining. Yeah, uh, well, that's all right. Uh, Socials. Yes. Let's plug them. Go. Uh, at Generation Football Podcast on Instagram. At Gen Foot Pod uh, on Twitter, I think. Or is it Gen Football Pod? Uh, Twitter is Gen Football Pod. Cool. Um, we are now on Apple Podcasts. We're now on Spotify Podcasts. We're on Anchor as well. Uh, if you wouldn't want, if you wouldn't mind leaving us a de- uh, not a debate. <laughs> right. Well, actually, I'll tell you what. If you if people want to message in with some topic ideas because we've got some we've got some basic ideas think of any, as to what if you see anything interesting uh, in football right now that would be good to debate yeah good, yeah please do yeah that'd be really good it'd be really good to let us know um and apart from that We're, stay safe yeah don't break the covid rules no exactly mate oh and don't also don't again because it happened again don't go abusing your players because they don't do what you want them to do yeah it's just such a dick thing. yeah yeah all right <laughs> Um, we don't want we we don't want those sort of people listening to this podcast, really. Fuck, so. fuck the racists. Kick if you, if you, kick, if kick, you are... kick it out of football. Get rid of it. it shouldn't yeah. it shouldn't we'll be link, happening. We'll put, we'll put a link to something in the can we, can we do that table? Can we put a link to like I'll sort of... I'll see what I can I'll try and put it up somewhere. I might put nice. I'm up on Twitter. Uh Yeah, good idea.
Should but we? Yeah. yeah. Well, well, well when, when the pod goes up, I'll put it up. Uh, but yeah, thank you for listening. Apart from that, thank you for listening. Uh, we'll uh, we'll see is... we'll see you on Friday uh, for yeah. our UCL roundup. Uh, which I'm sure a lot more will ha- a lot will happen in those UCL games, and then up the Dortmunds. Yes, we'll Come on, Dortmunds. we'll talk about those games, those games from this week, and we'll preview next week's Champions League games and that as well, including yes. Chelsea against Atletico Madrid. So we'll see you on Friday. Thank you, Dan. Thank you, Toby. We'll see you a lot later. Thank you for listening. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>